All right, everybody. Happy Thursday. We are back on the Falcon cast and I uh, hope you enjoy it today because we have the, uh, the goat of Houston radio again, uh, who missed a week. So happy to have him back and a lot of cool stuff to get to lawyer. Dave's going to pop on with us a little bit. He wants to say hello to AJ and, uh, uh, Dr. Linville is going to pop on for a minute to talk about all the cool things he can do for you. If you want to uh, get in on the show, man, we're everywhere now. We're on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. We're on uh, Twitch. And uh, if you want to comment on the Twitch channel, uh, that way we can kind of keep up with you. We'd love to do it. It'll be available on Spotify uh, and uh, Apple uh, Music as well. So a lot of places to get the show. So, such a great response so far from you guys. Appreciate you tuning in. I'm not going to waste any more time. I'll get to all my other stuff uh, in a little bit, but uh, want to bring on the legend, AJ Hoffman. What's going on, brother? Well, maybe I should turn turn on your mic. That's what I should do. It, there it did say I was backstage. I, I oh. wasn't invited to the uh, the big boy party yet. How are you, man? I'm fantastic, man. What's going on in Vegas? Uh, you know, just like the typical 113, 114 degree days. We had 117 on Sunday. That was fun. So, Ooh. you know, that's what people in Vegas talk about. We talk about how, how fucking hot it is. That's our Well, move. guess what? We do the same but thing it's a dry you... heat. It's a dry heat. Yeah, exactly. So is it too hot to land the planes now or is, is it been, they, have they been able to do that? It, well, I don't know. I don't work at the airport, but, uh, <laughs> I, like, no, no, you I haven't heard anything about that. Time. I don't watch the news. What are you crazy? No, I, I don't. I don't believe in the news. Oh, I'm, I'm, terrible. I'm terrible about that stuff. Now, I never watch the news. Uh, and you know, in the old marriage, that's all the wife did. So, so did you hear about this? Did you hear in the this? old marriage, <laughs> I, I don't know how many times I've heard you use that term. Like it's a, uh, it's, it's. I don't know thousands over the years. Thousands. Is this the, the newest old marriage? Is, is this, that this is the most recent? Yeah, <laughs> and it was actually like a. Uh, it was a moment where. We said something about RJ had said something about uh, made a joke about someone having a bunch of wives. And I was like, you're talking about Fred. And he was like, I think Fred's only had like three. And I was like, oh, no, it's like up to five now. So I get, we, he's uh, he's it's moving on up. It's three and uh, a half. And- I'm, I'm, I'm in a competition with Norman Chad. I always you know, text him <laughs> whenever I get divorced because I think he's on his third. So I'm slightly ahead with the half wife. So, yeah. I, and you still got room to go, man. Oh yeah, well we hope so. I mean, I hope you I got plenty of time, plenty of time to make <laughs> another bad life choice. Oh yeah, well I mean that's uh, it's kind of my mo, my friend. But, uh, <laughs> but hey, before we before we get the fun stuff, we didn't get this on the first show, but uh, uh, I, I wanted to just uh, say a couple words about our good friend Tracy that we lost uh, here recently. Yeah, uh, really, it's just really sad to get that news. I mean, uh, uh, she put together all the trips that we did to Vegas for the fights. We all spent a lot of time together, killing brain cells, and uh, with our little group, and uh, just just a sweet, sweet lady. And really sorry to see her go. Yeah, like it's it's a big loss to the boxing world. Like she, I mean, she's not someone that everybody would know her name, but uh, Tracy Bowden is who who Fred is talking about. But she set up all the ra- the radio and television stuff for for all the big boxing fights. So yeah, it's 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 certainly going to be felt. Yeah, she had a big impact that you guys won't may not know or see, but just the guests she would get and, and all the stuff she would do uh, to promote those fights, and it is a, a big, big loss. So, um, and you know, it's 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 just sad. But let's let's get to some fun stuff because all right, I had this argument with Tiny Greg Monday, and, and we used to argue about this on the national show, and 
I'm guessing you're going to agree with me on this, but maybe not. Maybe I'm wrong. And if it's two to one, I, I will shut up. Is this pineapple on pizza or something? No, <laughs> no, no, it's nothing like that. It's, it's nothing like that. I mean, that's that's dumb. Nobody does that. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> no, and it's not. It's a hot dog or sandwich. There's so many dumb things on Twitter sometimes that, yeah, you know, like, or is a boneless wing a chicken wing or whatever. Like, stop, guys. Does it matter? If you like it, who cares, right? Eat it, yeah. Yeah. No, but we argue about what is the worst sports month of the year. And I think it's July without a doubt because there's just nothing happening. He, he insists it's February. And I'm like, man, we got college basketball getting important. You know, even though it's NBA regular season and NHL regular season, we got games. We got plenty to bet on. It's like, I don't even think it's close. Like, I, all I have right now is CFL. And, I mean, you got MMA all the time. You can always bet MMA. Uh, and, and, you know, this is a good month for, for MMA. But for the most part, this month sucks for sports. Yeah, I mean, if, if I I'm with you, I'm Team Fred on this. Uh, All right, it, it, like baseball's fun, but baseball's fine, but it's not like um, you don't build your day around watching a baseball game. Like at least I don't. I mean, maybe there's people who do, but uh, like football is the best time of year, obviously, because it's like that that build up all week long, and like. There's only a, really, I say build up. There's only a couple days. Like there, there's not really football on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. And when college football gets going, it's on Tuesdays too. But like there's always, almost always something to look forward to. Now it's like well, weekend will be here. There'll be some fights. Uh, yeah. I mean, I get, I could watch another regular season baseball game. Those don't seem to matter much. Uh, so I'm, I'm team Fred on this July, the worst sports month. Thank you. I, I so suck it, Tiny Greg. And by so the way, you know. usually the Super Bowl happens in February. Right. Like, stop it. Like, yeah, you can't just say, "Well, that's at the beginning of the month." It's it's in February. Like, it's, yeah, yeah. it's it's a far superior sports month. Yeah. His his big uh, pitch was Wimbledon, and I'm like, I'll take the Super Bowl over Wimbledon just a, yeah. just a little yeah. bit, just a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I wanted to ask you since uh, I, I got a bunch of stuff from last week that I I, I hope we can get to some of it. That, yeah. What uh, you guys do without me? It must have been terrible. Um, Patrick Creighton came on. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, it, it, you know what? It actually was good for me because I wasn't feeling great. And uh, I'd had one of my episodes earlier in the day. And so, Patrick, you just wind him up and he goes. You say one of your episodes, like where you, you drink too much and you fall down, like one of those no, episodes no, no, or no. a this, different kind? This is related to, to my health issues. But the, Oh, okay. Um, Not yeah, organic. The more organic, uh, you know, those. Yeah, things. yeah. And it's just one of those things where – especially if I get really stressed out, then I have one of them. So, and you were um, stressed that I wasn't going to be on the show. I mean, it was probably yeah, that's a what failure. It was, no. well, it was yeah. earlier in the day. It was before I talked <laughs> to you. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, since you've been in Vegas, uh, do you follow the, the Raiders more or are you just, you know, or are they just another team for you? They're just another team. Uh, I, I don't really think about them the way I did the Texans, like because the shows that I do now are more nationally based. Right. So uh, it, talking, I, no one talks about the Raiders more like it, it, where I work. Nobody talks about the Raiders any more or less than any other team. So, um, it, it, so I would say, yeah, I, I, they're they're just one of thirty-two. Yeah, because I was I was wondering about this whole Josh Jacobs thing because it looks like they may actually just rescind the tag and make him a free agent. And you know, I we did a lot of talk on that that topic. Yeah, like, it, it's it's pretty wild to think that. Josh Jacobs led the league in rushing last year and basically like remember and this is the the big difference between 
Saquon and Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs, they didn't pick up his fifth year option, which on your rookie deal, that's the that's how you make real money on your rookie deal is you get that fifth year picked up, right? And that's the bet that's the most profitable year on your rookie deal. The Raiders said, "No, we're not going to pick that up." So that meant this was like his his last season. It led the league in rushing, and then they franchise him. It's like, well, you could have had this year for cheaper. You decided not to, and now, like, you basically said, we're going to let you go, and then he performed well, so now they don't want to let him go. It's a weird spot because Josh Jacobs hasn't made the kind of money. Like, Saquon Barkley's made $40 million in his career. Yeah. And so if it, the, the tag this year is like 10.1. So if, if Saquon Barkley sits out a year, which he's talked about doing, I mean, when you've got when you've made $40 million, if you never make another dollar, you can still live pretty comfortably, live that kind of lifestyle. When you've made $10 million, which I'm acting like $10 million is nothing, but it, I mean, relative to the lifestyle these guys want to want to live. Uh, relative to the lifestyle you would think a guy who won a rushing title would be living, it, it's not quite that. So I, I think Josh Jacobs is in a weird spot where he, he, he should be getting more money, but I, I, don't, I don't know that he will. And I, I asked this question, and I'll ask you, Fred. So Josh Jacobs and Saquon Barkley are both turning their nose up at, at $10.1 million. Like – is there any team in the NFL who, if Saquon Barkley and Josh Jacobs became free agents, would give them like fourteen million a year for three years? Like the the word is that that's what the the like the Giants offered Barkley twenty eight million over two years. Is there a better offer out there that I just can't picture? Because I don't think I think in the world that we live in today with these running backs. No one wants to like. No one wants to be the next team to do a, a Zeke Elliott, where right. you sign a guy to six years, ninety million dollars, and then you go, oh, after three years, it's like, oh, this, th- this is no good. We've got this other young guy who's way cheaper. Let's let's use him, and that's what every team is doing. It's you use them through their first contract. If you sign a running back to his second contract. It takes him into that age 30 range, which we know, like, with very few exceptions, those guys become shells of themselves. There's not a lot of Adrian Petersons out there who, after age 30, are are useful top-end right. NFL running backs. And you're going to be paying them the most at that point. It just doesn't make sense. So it's not totally fair to running backs because they have a short shelf life. On my show, we used a term called the age curve. And the age curve is – for running backs starts basically as soon as they get in the league, a rookie running back can be super impactful day one. You know, Brees Hall, we saw him last year. He was on his way to being the rookie of the year until he got hurt for quarterbacks. Like usually it takes a couple years with Trevor Lawrence's first year. Trevor Lawrence was the biggest uh, quarterback prospect in, you know, 10 years, year one, he looked terrible. So it's like that, that curve starts early with running backs. And because, I guess just because of the way the position is, they start to leak oil earlier than other positions. They take such a pounding and they're not built like, you know, a tight end or whatever. They're, they're not built to constantly get beat up like that. So the age curve starts to decline right around the time that it's time to get your second contract. 
So do you want a guy who's declining that you're going to have to pay more? Or do you want to just move on from him, draft a new guy? And I'm telling you, teams are going to start drafting multiple running backs every year because there's enough of them to go around. You just got to keep keep trying until you hit one because that's a low-cost investment versus signing one that you've got to a second deal. And the very few exceptions will be the guys who are elite pass catchers on top of being good runners. The the Camaras, the uh, Christian McCaffrey, obviously – Austin Eckler and Austin Eckler still hasn't gotten paid, but those are the guys who are going to have real value because not everybody can do that. There's a shit ton of guys out there walking around the street. There's guys at Herman park who can, who can run the ball in the NFL. Can they block? Can they catch the ball? Can they be on the field for three downs? Those are the rare beasts, but I I think you're going to see a, a or we're starting to see already a real shift in the way the running back position is treated. Well, that's something you and I used to talk about a lot. It's like I would never use a high draft pick on a running back because you can find that guy. Uh, you just have to be good at it. Arian Foster was an unsigned free agent. Austin Eckler was a, a an unsigned free agent. Uh, and, yes, there are some of those guys that have worked out. But as much as I like uh, B. John Robinson, I wouldn't have taken him in the top ten. Now, if he was there top of the second round, I think that's your running back. Uh, that's your window for the running back. It, it, well, it, I used to always be don't draft running backs in the first round. I'm now coming around to understanding why you do, because now if you draft one in the first round, you have that fifth year. And if they're really good, you can have a sixth year of them. And then after that, they're going to be gone anyway. If you draft, if, if you draft them later, you're in the position you are with Pollard where Pollard, you don't have team control of for as long. And it's like, well, I mean, now you've got a real conundrum. Do we pay this guy? Do we keep him around? Whereas with Bijan, Six years from now, either he'll he'll go somewhere else more than likely, and the Falcons will will draft someone else, or the Falcons if he's just like all time legendary, or if somehow the, the the game changes drastically over the next six years, they'll have a real decision to make. But six years is about how long you want a running back for, and if you draft him in the first round, that's how long you can control him for. Well, but then they also break a lot. And that, that's one of the toughest positions in terms of contact because it's not just them running the football and five guys pounding on them at the end of the run. They also have to pass block. and I mean, they get hit on almost every single play. And I think that's why you see the, the whole Logan's run concept where you die at 30. Uh, that's, that's what these guys kind of are. And not all, like you said, uh, Adrian Peterson was a – uh there's exceptions like quarterbacks after 40 besides brady they're all the same like it's but besides adrian peterson they're pretty much all the same (laughs) yeah and you know but i think this is an interesting spot that the raiders have put themselves in and let's be honest the raiders haven't been very well run uh and you know they had they've had some good teams but you know they've also just some of these decisions they make and then pick up that option you're paying less and then you're worrying about this next year and it's not a shock that the guy led the league in rushing in his contract here. It, it's also – he also catches the ball out of the backfield pretty well, so he's a good weapon. But, yeah, I, I, I think they just kind of messed this one up. I got one more Vegas question for you. Uh, obviously, it looks like the – Go Knights go? Oh, I thought, I thought you said go Knights go. No, I did not say go Knights go. I'm a life I... lifelong fan. <laughs> are, the ki- are the kids into the Knights at all? They are, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's – it's the Knights are a bigger deal here than the Raiders. Like, yeah. I know that sounds crazy, but this is a hockey town. Like, it, it, and I'm not talking about just since the Stanley Cup. 
prior no, were, to that. It's a yeah, it's when, a bigger it's a bigger show. It's a tougher ticket to get to the Knights games than it is to Raiders games, which is I, I never in a million years would have thought that. But they grabbed on to the 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 hockey team like this is our baby. And then the Raiders, they're like, well, that's Oakland's cast off, which eventually I'm sure the A's will be too. But man, people here love the Golden Knights, love them. And I, I mean, obviously winning was was uh, was huge. But even before that, they were. This is a, a hockey crazy city, man. Yeah, and and that's kind of what leads to my question because, you know, we we were out there a lot that first year, especially, and the whole city would stop, right? And everybody was wearing Knights gear. I mean, they embraced that team. And I think it was because it was the first team in Vegas and they fell in love from the beginning. It didn't hurt that they made it to the Stanley cup the first year, but I don't, I don't see that going backwards. So how much sports can Vegas actually support? Because you know, the Knights are pretty entrenched. You got an NFL team there. You throw the athletics in there. I know the NBA wants in. Can Vegas support all of that? Absolutely. Yeah. This this town is, is blowing up. It's growing. Uh, People are, are moving here. And on top of that, like the like, you know, we used to go to Vegas and we'd say like, well, let's let's go hit a Knights game. Like if, if yeah. you're in town and there's a, a game right across the street from your hotel, that's entertainment. So it's like if you say, OK, do I want to go watch Cirque du Soleil tonight or do I want to go watch the Knights? Like it's just another one of those entertainment options. Vegas, does, there's not like a cap on how much entertainment can be had in Vegas. It's not like every other town where you have to count on the locals to keep the, the sports franchises alive. Right. And on top of that, I mean, particularly, I think this with the NFL, it's, it's no doubt. If you're the kind of fan who takes a road trip a year to watch your team play, of, of course you're going to pick, Oh, well, they're going to Vegas to play the Raiders. Let's go yeah. there. It's the easiest road trip to make. Like it's, it's just, it's built for this. And um, the way that they have handled the golden Knights the the way that they've done i mean really the raiders it's it's, it's worked out really well man like it, it's a the stadium's incredible um yeah. it's like it's legit state of the art and you know they're obviously going to build if they're going to build a new stadium for the a's i from everything i understand if if or when lebron uh is part of an ownership group that takes the nba to vegas they're going to want their own arena that's not t-mobile um, it, which I'm I'm sure will be again. You're not going to build a new arena and make it like some cookie cutter crumbum stadium in Vegas. It just it doesn't happen. So I I, I really think that yeah they, they can they can handle all of those franchises. Yeah yeah it's it, you're not I don't think you're going to build a better one than T-Mobile. You might build one that's as good, but that's as that's as good of an arena as I've ever been in. What's yeah. crazy is it's not even like the premier entertainment venue in town anymore because they built that fucking sphere. Uh, which is, it's the most insane thing in the world. It's like a, it, it's a, a building that's a billboard that you can see from like airplanes. It's like, it's insane. Like when the summer league was here, they turned it into a basketball. Uh, and it's like, that was the, the NBA paid millions of dollars to turn the sphere into a basketball and advertise with it. And then when it's not bought out, it's just randomly like a flaming orb, or like on the 4th of July, they did a fireworks show on it. Like it, it's a really awesome thing. There, They are building incredible things out here. You mentioned T-Mobile, that sphere, the Raiders stadium. I think the A's stadium is going to be no exception. Like they, 
you they don't penny pinch on the strip like they just don't they're when they when they, if they built a new casino tomorrow it wouldn't be the tropicana like it would be uh, uh whatever the biggest newest fanciest thing could be yeah it's funny somebody tried to argue with me that uh, Las Vegas wouldn't be a great place for a Super Bowl. And I go, I don't think there's a better place for a Super Bowl. You want to talk about a place that can handle an event like that and yeah, still have 300,000 yeah. anime fans there for something else and not miss a beat? Yeah, that's Vegas. And, uh, like, okay. it's it's people don't think about this, but, like, a lot of the big-time entertainment city, like, I love New Orleans. I love it. N- New Orleans it, it, is a dirty town. Like, there's there's especially, like, in the entertainment areas, mm-hmm. like – I mean, you've been down Bourbon Street. There's a smell that you can only say, well, that's I, I don't know what it is exactly, but it's that's what Bourbon Street smells like. Like Vegas, for as many people as constantly are churning in and out of here, the strip, especially like the entertainment district, stays incredibly cr- clean. And uh, like even Fremont is like they they keep it up so well now that even old Vegas isn't like dirty old Vegas like you'd like to think like. This town, for a, a town that hosts so many people constantly, they find a way to keep it clean, which is, I, I think, another factor. Like, it, it, people people aren't like they used to be, like, oh, I don't want to go to Vegas. It's seedy in Vegas. Vegas isn't seedy yeah. anymore. It's just, it's it's the home of opulence. Yeah, and that, that's, that strip is, is really clean. All right, let's, uh, I got an old friend who wants to talk to you. You, you might remember him. Hello, Dave. <laughs> Lawyer Dave's in the house. Unmute your microphone, Dave. Oh no! Yeah, he's he's muted himself. Because I definitely have him on here. Nothing makes you feel old like talking and no one can hear you, and it's like, oh damn it! How do I use this technology? <laughs> it happens to me all the time. Like, can you sign language? <laughs> <laughs> well, he'll figure it out. Just un- if your microphone's prob is muted, I'm sure. So. We'll keep talking, and when you're ready, jump in. Um, but, yeah, I wanted to talk to Lawyer Dave. He wanted to catch up with AJ a little bit. And, uh, yeah, he he, uh, he might have got me a little drunk last night. So, uh, Oh, it was him. <laughs> Lawyer Dave did that. You didn't do that to yourself. Yeah, I, I, like, I, you know, like I say no to anybody. Uh, but, anyway, <laughs> um, he, he's, yeah, he's, he's gone now. RIP, Lawyer Dave. He waved uh, at me, though. Uh, that felt yeah, good. he did. He did. <laughs> So, uh, did you see this Draymond Green stuff? I was going to ask you, do you think NBA players are the most weak mental guys out there? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, relative to any other, other pro- pro- sport. Yeah. I mean, at least like of the major sports. I, I don't think it's even a question. Like, I, 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 I don't know enough about soccer. But I think any sport where like flopping is a major uh, is a major yeah. part of your game, you're probably pretty pretty weak. Yeah, I don't follow enough of the major soccer stars to know if they go full Kevin Durant or Draymond Green all the time. So I, I can't speak to that one. Dave, can you can you actually talk now? That sounds like a hard no. No. Okay. Well, Try it on well. your phone. It works on the phone. Uh, anyway. Yeah, I just saw that Draymond thing. And, uh, well, I'm, I'm going to tell you about Lawyer Dave, because if you need a lawyer, 713-626-8900. Uh, he handles everything. Uh, he, he's primarily a personal injury guy, but if you give him a call, if you got any legal question, if he can't do it, he gets it to somebody who does. If you don't have a case, he'll tell you. 
if you do have a case. Uh, <laughs> but if you do have a case and he takes it, then uh, basically, you know, you don't pay a dime until you win. That's how it works. He gambles on himself. He gambles on you. And between the uh, be- between that, he does very, very well. He just got back from Amsterdam working on a huge, huge case. And there's a lot of stuff. He handles all my stuff. And you got me out of some trouble. Some trouble. Yeah, I got AJ out of some trouble. And as I, as I always say, if you're in an accident then you're and you're in Houston. You're going to be in an accident. It's going to happen. I see them every day, at least five a day, just walking around when it's not 150 degrees. Uh, then he's your guy because even if it's just dealing with your insurance company, those guys have lawyers. You need a lawyer. So lawyer, Dave, 713-626-8900. You can always hit me up. And uh, if you forget that and I'll get you the, uh, I'll, I'll get you the number. So if you need a lawyer, better dial Dave. And hopefully Dave will figure out a way to dial where he can actually get in. So, uh, <laughs> oh, hopefully when you call when Dave, you call he can Dave, talk, he can back, talk to you. back to you. Uh, yeah, I don't know. How do you think that would sound? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> he just, I mean, you could try it. I mean, because uh, I have, I have the phone on the computer too. So it's, you know, it's the same audio basically. So yeah, I'll, I'll try that. And uh, uh, while I'm doing that, uh, tell me about pregame because uh, I, I know you guys have done. I mean, this is your place to go. You get picks. Uh, that game center is one of the most useful things I've ever found. And now you got a great podcast network. Yeah, thank yeah, you, man. Thank you, man. Uh, uh, pregame.com, pregame.com. Obviously, obviously it's a. It's a we, we've talked to RJ for a lot of years on on this show or on our show, and you know, being out here and being a part of it is uh, certainly something to see, but. I say, if you if you're thinking about it, like even there's no pressure to buy picks or whatever. But if you're thinking about it, that's a place to go just for information. The forums, there's great information there. Um, you, Fred, mentioned the Game Center, which I, I think is is a very useful tool. And again, like we, there's there's a ton of guys who have a lot of information, a lot of knowledge. And I do the the morning show with Scott Seidenberg, uh, Monday through Friday. Uh, uh, you can find that straight out of Vegas AM, wherever you find your podcast, subscribe, 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 please. And, um, and then the dream preview, there's just look for search for RJ Bell's dream preview. There's tons of podcasts that are going up every week, including our boy, Will doctor who keeps just hammering out like long shot winners in these golf tournaments. So, um, yeah, tons of stuff. And, and like my UFC cards up right now. So there's a lot of stuff going on at pregame all the time. Yeah, who's the guy he had a couple of weeks ago that was fifty-five to one? Sep Strapa, Sep Strapa to win the John Deere, and he hit it. And then he came within like uh, he had the leader in the clubhouse at a hundred to one for the Scottish last week, and then Rory birdie birdies the last two holes, like the two toughest holes on the course, uh-huh. and beats him by one stroke. So he had a hundred to one that was ready to cash. And then Rory pulled off a miracle. So Will is on fire right now, man. Yeah, that uh, I was watching the John Deere, and, and all I could think of was uh, uh, that guy looks like he should be driving a Panzer tank. <laughs> <laughs> that, that you know, but made made uh, me some money, baby. Made me some yeah, money. Yeah, I'll tell you what, he he knows what he's doing. I mean, and he's uh, um, he, he's really knowledgeable, and he's got some great prop bets and stuff. And yeah, you, you guys do a great job with those pods. I, I you know I listen. You know, every now and then, uh, and 
I, I always you don't listen every day. What do you mean, Fred? How dare you? <laughs> what are you well, busy? busy? Come on. A little busy trying to build this thing and some other businesses that hopefully are about to take off. But uh, as long yeah, as you're I, subscribed, Fred, I don't care. It's all good. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. But uh, yeah, so guys, check it out. You know, and, and AJ's in the reason he couldn't be here last week. He's busy. I mean, this is a real job and uh, a real busy one. How's RJ doing? He's doing well, man. Is uh, as usual. He actually got he got a haircut last week, and he looks like thirty years younger instantly. I've uh, it, it, wow. I walked in, and I didn't recognize him. So yeah, it's a <laughs> smart move by him to get that haircut. But he's real busy. He's constantly working on like he's he, he does one pod a week, really. Like he, every once in a while, he'll he'll sit on on our morning pod, but very rarely. But he's he's grinding on the back end of things, like trying to trying to put together an app, trying to put together like he, he is real big on putting together these like um, spreadsheets that that you can get out to, to the average better so they can see trends and and see like uh, see data. He, he is data driven and there's there's a lot of stuff out there and he's just trying to put, put it all together, create the better uh, like an analytically driven box score. Uh, he, he's constantly working on that kind of stuff on the backside. So uh, he, he's doing well. Yeah, and I think people forget, you know, uh, your relationship and well, mine, mine too, go back years. And AJ, or RJ is one of those guys who, using analytics and using a, a smart approach to things, really changed the way a lot of people looked at betting. Because when we first had him on, we were all still scumbags, and you know, back backroom guys, and you know, Jimmy the Greek types. And RJ really changed that by bringing, bringing analytics to it and bringing logic to it, frankly. Yeah, no doubt. He was, and he was like kind of at the forefront of gambling being socially accepted, like uh, in, at least in the media, Um, you know, he, he really came to fame during the, the Tim Donaghy episode Yeah, and you know, everything, Real, which is crazy, but everything for sports betting has kind of gone uphill since then, mostly because everything became a lot more regulated after that. Yeah, and it's uh, it, it's a shame that we still don't have it here in Texas. But you know, that was a one joke. of the things that kind of shocked me was uh, when I was doing the thing for Mac that he came out against it. And it's like, we have a site with betting information. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> well, why did he have have a reason why he would be against it? it it's all the typical stuff people say that uh, you know, oh, people will get addicted and all that, and it's it just it, it was it's all the old arguments that we've heard for years. It's all taking and, away freedoms, you know, like because yeah. who wants more freedom, like to decide for your own what you can handle, what you can't handle. Yeah, like I think that yeah, we we've talked about this before on our old show, like. The politicians in Texas, politicians from every other state that surround Texas are in their pockets saying, please don't have gambling in Texas. Because if there was gambling in Texas, there wouldn't be gambling in Louisiana. There wouldn't be gambling in uh, Oklahoma or uh, New, New Mexico. Mexico or yeah. like Arkansas. Every state that borders Texas is poor, which I people I, I don't know how else to say it. It's not a nice thing to say, but they're poor states. And if you go to one of those casinos, which all happen to be very close to the Texas <laughs> yeah. border, like, yeah. I mean, look, look no further than Oklahoma. It's like the first exit, uh, you know, after the right. after you cross the border, but you go to those casinos and every part, every license plate in the parking lot says Texas on it. 
because yeah. it, it, that's where the money's at. And uh, the idea that Texas hasn't gotten there is is baffling to me. You well, know, it, like sports betting, like let DraftKings come in. Let, it's it's absurd. That's and that's that's what they were talking about. And like Tillman's for it. All the teams are for it. And then yeah, Matt came out totally against it. And I'm like, and it it surprised me because. Um, well, for a lot of reasons, and it's just like, okay, uh, so that, I, I just, I, I think, I have another theory on it I'm never going to share publicly, but uh, yeah, I, I just thought it was a, a really weird take. About Lawyer Dave, now can we hear you? Can you hear me now, fellas? Yes. We got him, look at that. Hey, all right, all right. <laughs> well done. AJ, good to see you, my brother. Good to see you, Dave. How are you, my man? I am doing quite well. I uh, I have over a thousand lawsuits on file in Harris County. Unfortunately, none of them are for either of you two. Oh, that's great news! Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Not yet. It's early yet. Yeah. Although Fred uh, was overserved last night, I heard him talking about it when I was muted, and uh, I take full responsibility. I well, made I, him drink. I, I made him drink Rumplemans. Rumplemans. Oh, God. yeah. That's 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 my go-to shot. No, I you knew guys, 23, 24. What's happening here? I'm, I'm regressing as a human being. Yeah. <laughs> <You're like> Benjamin <laughs> Button. <laughs> yeah, I knew when we What's left next? Jaeger bombs? Is that the next thing up? <laughs> well, yeah, it, it's funny. Like, Jaeger bombs used to be the thing, then it became fireball. Yeah. I, I, I don't know when that changed, when that flipped. And fireball, like, there's so much sugar in that thing, I'll go into a diabetic coma the second <laughs> I take it. So, uh, not that Rupple Mints is that much better, but. Uh, no, I my shot clock went off when we were at PJ's. I'm like, I just need to go home. They said, oh, no, I got this cool place. I got this cool place. It's always the last place you go when you know you've gone too far. So Yeah, we went to listen to some live music last night, and uh, Fred lasted about a half of a half of a set. And he said, <laughs> yeah. uh, you got to take me home. I said, okay. So I took him home, and then he's got about 25 stairs to climb up to his uh, unit. So I followed Eight, him. 18. <laughs> To make sure that he didn't come tumbling back down. So he made it. Yeah, I have yet to fall down those stairs. No, <laughs> oh, it's had, coming. It's coming. I've had people help me get up those stairs. But I'm more worried about the dog pulling me down the stairs. Because she almost did that the other day when she saw a squirrel. So, like, I'm really careful going down there. Uh, but, yeah, it's uh, – but you know what? It, it, it's such a cool place. If I can manage the stairs while I'm drunk, everything's good. So far, so good been here since march so no deaths yet but uh that's that's kind of why though i, I i've kind of got this thing in my head okay this is as much as you need to drink before you go home well that's i know you can get up the stairs with this anymore now it's iffy you know you're gonna be crawling up them you know what you need to get is one of those those uh chairs you can sit in and then it takes you up the banister like you're an old lady like you just sit down and then you push a button and it's like an elevator that takes you up the stairs. Yeah. And then you I get like that idea. That's a good I'm afraid idea. that's coming for other reasons because my knees and back are just gone. So <laughs> and you're I mean, hey, double double duty. <laughs> so so Fred, uh have you uh discussed your uh your future plans as far as horse racing with AJ today? Uh no, I haven't. Well, Fred, you're going to be a jockey. Well, that's well, we actually future. we actually owned a horse. We, we made about 136 bucks off of it, but we owned a horse. Well, there you go. Of course, it doesn't yeah, cost I've, anything I've, to maintain a horse either. No, it's cheap. Yeah, no, I, I, I'll talk about that later. That's uh, Dave and I have a 
interest in a really cool horse company uh, that just made a big deal. So, um, you know, it's not owning horses. It's, it's related to horse health. So yeah, Fred's, uh, Fred's the man. He's always out there scuffling, trying to find a, a good gig. And I give Fred him a, is a hustler. So AJ, tell me what's new in your world, man. There's not a lot new, man. I was just telling Fred, it's just hot as balls. Like when people say what's been going on, you just say, Oh, it's 112 degrees. Guess what I'm doing? I sit, I sit in the air conditioner. That's uh that's my move. Like every once in a while, I have to drive from my house to the office or back. And then I've got about five minutes of extreme pain when I sit in my car where like your legs are on fire and your back's on fire. And, but then the air conditioner kicks in and you're good until the next time you got to go somewhere. <laughs> well, I'll be out there at the end of August. Uh, my wife is a, a slot sucker and uh, the Cosmo sent her an invite to win a hundred thousand in a slot tournament. We've done this before. All right. We have not won it yet, however. Uh, but I've got a new technique for her, which is instead of just using one finger, that she used the bongo method and that she hits the button faster. I think that's the right way to approach it. Historically, uh, historically works. So uh, Fred, you should come out with him. We'll make it a party. We'll all uh, yeah, get some beers. Yeah. I'd love to, but that's the, uh, that's the week. He's going the week of our big uh, fundraiser here that we're doing. Ah, with the Phoenix. I can't believe so, Dave's uh, missing out on the fundraiser. What a jerk. <laughs> no, yeah. I have a fancy <laughs> wife. Sure, Jay, what sure, can I say? Yeah, it, it, it's going to be fun. You know, my, my band's headlining and, um, you know, we've got a bunch of famous people are going to be there to take pictures with pick me events. And, um, you know, the, they're going to have some great chefs there and barbecue pits and things like that. And I, I don't know the ticket price yet, uh, but, you know, they, they probably would have gotten a ticket from me. So it's less than five thousand dollars. It is less than five thousand dollars. And there's no there fees like it was when you were a buying boxy tickets. <laughs> so I think it's going to be a hundred bucks. It'll be worth it. It's going to be uh, the fantastic new venue that they just bought over on navigation. Cause I was worried that we were going to do it there and it was going to be outside. Even, even us going on at nine o'clock at the, uh, at my age and even doing a shorter set, uh, in the heat at that time of day, even though it's, it's, it's cooler. Uh, I would say put me in your Deadpool if we were going to do that, because <laughs> I don't know if I would have made it, but Dave, Fred, you're already for... in mine, bud. <laughs> it should be in everybody's. Don't worry uh, not. True. Dave, before we let you go, just uh, give them the number again and tell them, tell them what you can do real quick. Well, I'm a personal injury lawyer. I've represented thousands of clients. I have over a thousand now. Uh, we're a very busy office. And the telephone number is 713-626-8900. Uh, or you can find me through Fred. And I bet even AJ has some contact information for, for me from the old days. Still got it. Yeah. Uh, I take any type of call and uh, be glad to talk to anybody about their situation. If I can't help you, I probably know somebody who can, and I'm glad to do it. All right, Dave. Appreciate you. Glad glad you still have a voice. I was worried about you after last night. So, <laughs> <laughs> No, Fred. I, unlike yourself, Fred, I was on the beginning of my night. Uh, uh, you were on the... Oh, I wasn't going to come out, but I'm not saying no to you, so... <laughs> um, anyway, uh, I'll talk to you this weekend, brother. Have a good one. Sounds good. Good, good talking to you, AJ. See ya. You too, Dave. All right. All right. So uh, you forgot to say you better dial Dave. Yeah, well, I said that. I I, I oh, did okay. the whole read. So okay. Know, I'm, I'm I'm not. Uh, you know, I'm. I still remember these things, just like you. Okay. Do. I'm okay. You're at still it. a you're still a pro. 
I don't know about, about being a pro. I don't know that we were ever pros. I mean, we were just yeah. two dudes having fun. It's kind of like yeah. it is now. Yeah. <laughs> they at least gave us money for it, which was great. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, but we both had the knowing of a lot of things. How's that? <laughs> That's it. That's what it's all about. Yeah, you know what? I, I, just, uh, I just thought about this. Good drinking game for one of these Thursdays. Like, everybody does a shot every time I do some obscure movie reference. Because mm. it's not intentional. It's just stuff that pops in my head, right? And, and some days, I mean, there's probably going to be three or four um, that I know I'm going to do just because that's my baseline. But, boy, if I get into a day where it's like eight, we, we can get everybody smashed. Fezzik does this, he, it, but he always quotes the exact same movies over and over. So fine. It's like fast times. At re- He's only watched like 20 movies in his life. So every time he does it, RJ just charges him $20. Like every time he quotes one of those movies. So, uh, I mean, taking shots would be more fun for sure. Yeah. Um, and obviously there'll be a lot of rounders. There's always a lot of rounders and there's a lot of tombstone, but I, I mean, like you have probably watched 2000 movies and there's always something that sort of stands out. So I want to be get proud. To My a, boys watched uh, Shawshank Redemption the other day. First time oh, they've yeah? seen it. Yeah, they were they were they, they, they were they were impressed. Yeah, yeah. That's what that's what I've been using for as my example for how my life has been over the last six months. I crawled through the five hundred yards of foul smelling, you know what, and came out and <laughs> threw the arms up in the air in the rain. So, uh, hey, let's uh, another another longtime friend of ours that I want to bring in for just a minute. And look at his hair. Dr. Kane Linville is here. I'm hoping what a your guy. microphone works. Guys, what's up? Hey, how you doing, man? Pretty good. Working on boobies today or hair? Uh, boobs earlier. No nice. hair today. Nice. All, all boobs. Yeah. How'd they go? Great. Man. One one was new and one was uh, fixing other people's boobs, you know? Oh, that's the worst. Cover yeah. up job. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Revising other, other boobs is always more difficult. Well, uh, I, I want to have you on. Hopefully, I can get you on again Monday and we talk a little more. Yeah. Uh, Dave, Dave had problems with his microphone, so we had to push him back. And uh, But uh, I wanted to get you on with AJ because, uh, shocker, these are our most popular Falcon cast so far. Yeah, of course. Uh, the, the, I mean, we, we're doing really well with the other ones, and they like the other guests. But, I mean, it's always, it's always fun to have AJ because – and it's easier for me because, I, I mean, like I said, I, it, it's, we did this for so yeah. long. You got your yeah, flow and get the team back together. Yeah, it's just fun to get the band back together. That's yeah, great. But, uh, um, but you know, I had I had the graphs done. Was it three years ago now? It's been a while, and and they've all held up. I mean, I could I could use another round because I still have that patch on the back of my head. Yeah. But uh, uh, I know you did it a second time, right? Yeah, I've done it like two and a half times, basically. So you know, the third time was maybe five hundred graphs or something, but the first two were full sessions. So. I guess I'd be a bald, like hideous creature if I hadn't done it, you know? <laughs> so it does sometimes take more than one, but you know, the last time I kind of filled in the sides and, and filled in the back. So it just depends on your genetics and lifestyle, I guess that kind of Fred's stuff. genetics and lifestyle, both horrible. So <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, you want to talk about hideous. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're a handsome doctor with a full head of hair and then I'm this. <laughs> well, your hat Good. covers it up. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, the hair is fine. I just, I like wearing hats yeah. and I like mixing it up a little bit. But yeah, of course. Uh, I, I actually, the first one of these we did, I didn't wear a hat. So I could, when I was doing the live reading, yeah. I could just go up and say, hey, look, you know, 
because especially from the front, it looks really good. Yeah. You know, that's usually uh, the key. Yeah. You know, we'll start off up front. And, and if, it, if somebody's really bald, we'll start off up front. That's kind of a whole day, you know, like that much. You can kind of cover that much in a, in a day. And then sometimes I tell patients, you know, we're going to have to just plan on doing a second one. But getting that front restored is a big deal. Yeah. And, and you know what? And we've I've talked about this a lot on the show. No anesthesia. They, they just numb you. And yeah. I, and I will say this. I probably shouldn't have gone to work that day. I went to work that day. Yeah, because I was a little bit out of it. <clears throat> yeah. Which, no, no different than me being drunk or stoned on, on air, right? Yeah, I mean, no big deal. Always a little out of it. Yeah. yeah. Same thing. But, but yeah. So, but, so if they, they, they can get, if they call you and, yeah. or go to the website, yeah. then they're going to get the consultation uh, for fee waived, right? That's right. So you can, you can, you can look at their head for free. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's easy. The process is easy. And um, yeah, we'll waive the fee. I think I'm going to ask your all's opinion on, you know, what we should do for the name of the landing page. So, you know, kind of resembling the, the podcast name, like, you know, Fred Falcon hair or get Fred's hair. <laughs> what about what about fix your tits dot com? That might, that might actually get a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, clicks, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'll get a lot of clicks. Uh, and and, and part that, of the I, deal could be you fix Fred's, like get right. them looking like they were when he was twenty. Yeah, yeah. I need to firm these up. He yeah. needs a lift. We'll get you chiseled out. We're gonna do the Hercules procedure. You actually did do one of my wife's friend's boobs. So okay, uh, perfect. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Small world. <laughs> yeah, it's not just that though. He does he does all kinds of uh, uh, plastic surgery. He's great at it, and you know, and, and so if, if you want to get something done, and, and I mean, there's nobody else to go to. But uh, as far as that. the hair goes, th this is a, a great, great thing. And, and just go to hairspecialisthouston.com. And uh, Kane, good to have you on, brother. Yeah. And uh, hopefully I'll talk to you again Monday. I want to get caught up with you a little bit on what's going on in your life besides just uh, boobs and hair. That'd be great. I lo love seeing you guys back together, man. Have, have a good one. All right, thanks, brother. Take care. We need to... We need to figure out a way to get John or Aaron to pop on with us for a show. Oh, that'd be great. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. I know Aaron. Yeah. I, I just got to make sure it's not going to interfere with anything Aaron's doing, but uh, pre pretty sure John would be free and I'm sure he'd be down. Oh, so, for sure. Uh, yeah. I, I like the idea of, you know, popping in some of our old friends for, for short segments here and uh, yeah, good talking to him. The, uh, but we talked a little TV before he came on and I, I, don't know if this is your influence or not, but man, I'm watching almost all documentaries now. Are, are true crime uh, documentaries? That's what I like. True crime documentaries. Well, some of them are historical documentaries. Okay. I like, so true, like true, true crime, and my wife has got me watching uh, cult documentaries, so I watch a lot of both of those. Yeah, I've seen a couple. Did, did you see the one about uh, yes. uh, the Oregon, the oh, Oregon yeah. guy? Yeah, 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 yeah. I had never heard that story. Yeah. Even though I was in high school about that time. I, it's, those are the ones I like. I hadn't heard it either, but my wife is from Oregon, so she knew all about it. So she was uh, she was okay. in the know. Like the true crime stuff, she can't it, she can't touch me on. Like it, mo almost every story I already know before we watch the documentary. But uh, it, that one was that one was new to me, too. Yeah, the uh, uh, and I, I praised you last week. I was going to do it in person, but you were telling me about the making a murderer podcast forever. And I finally watched it on Netflix. I'm like, oh wow, this is good. Oh, it's good, man. Uh, so, what do you and, think? Do you yeah, think? The, do you think he's guilty or not guilty? If I had been on that jury, I would not have 
I mean, I think there was enough reasonable doubt from the syringe and the blood thing, uh, from no witnesses, no body. I mean, I mean, they found bones. Yeah. I mean, that 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 to me, it's 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 you should have to be able to prove a little more than that. I agree. That doesn't mean he's innocent. I, that's where I stand. There's another one. Have you you have you seen the uh, the documentary about Scott Peterson? Like the yeah. killed killed yeah. his wife, pregnant wife. I watched that documentary. I was like, "There's no way they can convict this guy." Like they had literally no evidence that he was the kid. Like they, they, all they had was he's her husband. He was cheating on her. Had to be him. And like, yeah. he, that dude's on death row. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So it, it it opens your eyes a little bit, man. Our justice system can be wild. Well, yeah, and it it, it the one the one thing though with almost all these documentaries is the they're a little slanted from the defense side, you know, because there's some evidence that they don't, they didn't highlight in that making of a murder that was just referred to mm -hmm. that kind of favored the, the prosecution. But I mean, a, a good lawyer when we just had one on would put poke holes in all that stuff. And I, I thought that that was the thing uh, in both of those. And, and then I watched, uh, did you watch, I'm sure you watched night stalker. Oh yeah. Yeah. That one was incredible too. Uh, that guy was just crazy, and I, I do remember that one for some reason. I guess he because I guess he's more famous. But you know, I've been watching these historical documentaries. So I, like I watched uh, uh, there was this Empires of Rome. Uh, uh, it, it, there's one called Empire Games I've been watching, and it's about all these past empires, like the Greeks and the Romans, and then uh, they, they did Egypt and all this stuff, and it's fascinating. And it, and it leads me to a very weird off the wall thought that, you know, this is thousands and thousands of years ago and people who think we evolved from fish or whatever, why haven't we evolved since then? Cause it's all the same stuff. I mean, it's the same politics, you know, maybe we assassinate each other a little less because uh, the Romans were good at that. Yeah. But in general, you know, it was, uh, uh, it, nothing's changed. But you're talking about and, ch nothing changing in thousands of years compared to millions of years. Maybe so. Maybe so. But like, if you say, I, I think, if you say, do I look way different than I, like, if you narrow it down, if you squeeze the Earth's history into a lifetime, like a th thousands of years, like five thousand years is like a year, or not even a year. So it's like, did I change yeah. from last year to this year? But how much have I changed from birth? to where you are now, Fred, you've changed a lot, friend. Yeah. Your nose, I, your, when you I were just, born, your nose wasn't like that. No, no, it was. <laughs> I came out with a beak. Oh my God. In fact, they pulled me out nose first. Your poor mom. Yeah. That, was, that must've been terrible. <laughs> yeah. She's hated me ever since. So, you know, just kidding, mom. But, uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, real quickly, I'll wrap it up here with AJ in just a second, but I, I want to tell you, I mentioned the fundraiser we're doing for the Phoenix on Westheimer. It's August 26th. It'll be 6 to 10 p.m. And it's for a great cause. Uh, this young man, Daniel, was in a car accident. He's paralyzed from the waist down. Uh, he's got a... a um, so he needs help. To, he can't work. At some point, he may walk again. Uh, but, you know, it's going to be a long, long process. So we're doing that on August 26th at their new place uh, over on Navigation. It's an event center. It'll be indoors. Uh, there'll be tickets, but you'll get, uh, we've got great barbecue. We've got great food. Some of the best chefs in Houston are going to bring their wares. Uh, we'll have the live music from six to 10. We got a mariachi band. We got a couple of my friends bands and then our, we're going on the last one. And, um, you know, it's just going to be a great event. We've got 
We'll have famous people there you can take your pictures with. We're going to have a memorabilia auction. Uh, and all that money is going to go to take care of Daniel. But as of now, guess what? I, I'm sure there's at least one U.S. Women's World Cup fan out there. At least one. Well, they're going to have the Vietnam game tomorrow at 8 p.m., Friday at 8 p.m. And they're going to be open for all the games. Doesn't matter what the start time is. Who was telling me he'd be, be there at 2 o'clock on Friday. The kitchen will be open, but they have to stay within TABC hours for alcohol. So, you know, if you're going for the, the 3 a.m. games, uh, you, you'll have to wait. But you can start drinking whenever they can do it. So go check them out, the Phoenix on Westheimer. Great people. My favorite bartenders are all there. Uh, my favorite owner is there. And it's just an amazing place. Great soccer bar, the best in the city, but also my place to go watch Astros games. And when it's not 400 degrees, I take Kira out back, and we uh, we watch a game on the big screen. So, it's, Fred, do you want me to get you down a bet on that U.S. Women's National game? No, I think I'll pass on that. I'm good. They're only minus forty thousand. Oh, really? So if you bet forty thousand, you can win a hundred bucks. So it's like a seems like good value. Yeah, that seems like awesome value to me. Uh, I, I don't. What, what was New Zealand though? That one last night. They 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 were not. They they had to be plus something. I don't know. I, I wasn't. I don't know. They weren't minus forty thousand. I know that much. <laughs> yeah, they they're supposed supposedly just a bunch of minor leaguers that they put together, and it's embarrassing. They, and they beat Norway. So, uh, but oh well. I, I, I'm not really paying attention to it, but if the games are on there, I usually watch them. So, all right, one, one last thing to get to here, uh, which I, I think uh, you got, do you have any MMA picks coming up? I mean, that, that you, you're fired up about. Yeah, well, first, they announced uh, yesterday that Charles Oliveira and Islam Mahashev are going to rematch in October in Abu Dhabi. Uh, Hamza Shemaev and uh, Paolo Costa is going to be on that card as well. So that's a big deal. Uh, but for Saturday, I like uh, the, the co-main event is Yulia Stolyarenko and Molly McCann. And I'm going to go under two and a half rounds. It's minus 140-ish. Um, Yulia Stolyarenko is terrible. She sucks. And she's doing something absolutely crazy. Her last fight was at 135. And it ended up having to be a catch weight because she came in at 139 and she looked like she was dying on the scale. So what, what did she do? She dropped down to 125 pounds. I, I, what, how is that going to fix things? So she's fighting Molly McCann, who is not very good either, but she's going to be in much better physical condition is my guess. And Yulia uh, Stolyarenko is like a one-trick pony. She can arm bar you and that's about it. And Molly McCann's bad enough that she could get armbarred, but the more likely thing is she she that Stolyarenko just tires out and gets pounded out. Either way, under two and a half, whichever whichever of those results takes place, under two and a half is the way to go. So under two and a half minus one forty in Saturday's co-main event. All right, brother. Well, I appreciate you coming on, and I look forward to talking to you again next week. And uh, uh, I'm glad that you agree with me that this month sucks a lot more. Oh, it's better. terrible. Terrible. <laughs> Miss you, brother. I always appreciate the time, man. All right. I, I hope to be out there soon. I just got to get a couple more advertisers going on this thing, and I'll be out there. So Let's go. Maybe, I, maybe I can do it with you in person. From Oh, from that'd be fun. Pre-game studios. All right, man. I'll talk to you soon. All Thanks right, brother. Again. See you guys. All right, guys. I, I got a couple more things for you, uh, but I want to get caught up a little bit on the chat just because – 
I apologize when AJ's here. We just kind of get going. We just do our thing. So, uh, said boss, thanks for checking in. He likes the hat. Um, you know, Walt's here. Rain Man. Uh, I'm still working on this scroll. Uh, B. Hannon. Uh, Decap. Uh, yeah, uh, asymmetric wrist as always. Ask a couple questions, and I, unfortunately, I asked those for you. Uh, heartthrob in the house. David Hendricks in the house. Um, Chucky D. Uh, Fripo Rodriguez. Man, so good to see all you guys in here. H Town dude. Um, it, it's it, I miss the daily thing a little bit, but I like this better. I mean, it makes it a little bit more exclusive. So, all right. So I've got a uh, couple of things for you for final thoughts. And I always like to find a couple goofball stories to finish the show with. So we'll start with this one. Uh, and we go to Oklahoma. So heartthrob, this is on you. An 11 year old boy caught a fish. Well, good for him, right? That's what 11 year old boys should be doing, being out fishing, uh, not being abused by priests. But uh, an 11-year-old boy caught a fish with human-like teeth. So there's a picture of it, and the teeth very much look like bottom teeth on a human being. And which leads me to the obvious conclusion. Somebody in Oklahoma, what did they do? They banged a fish. It's the only explanation. Uh... So, up, uh, big freaky mics in the house, Pelly rats in the house. God, it, it's been it's been a spell, guys. So good to see everybody. Uh, Chris from Sam Houston. Hope I got everybody. But anyway, um, yeah. So some Oklahoma guy banged a fish. Heartthrob. I hope it wasn't you. Uh, and I hope it was a big fish. But anyway, and uh, finally. This is one I probably should have brought up when AJ was here. The uh, Nevada license, you know, they have those, just like every state has those vanity license plates. Well, someone in Nevada had one that says, go BK2CA, basically saying, go back to California. And they had to revoke it, which I guess Californians got their, the Californians who are moving there got their feelings hurt. Uh, you know what? We got that here. The we got Californians moving here, guys. We're full, we don't need you. I don't think Nevada needs you, but hey, if you're gonna go there, you gotta you gotta roam it, right? You gotta do the whole when in Rome, do like the Romans do. Hey, guess what? If, if I, I move to Oklahoma, I guess I have to bang a fish. If I move to Florida, I have to do something nutty. That's just how it works. You know, you're going to Nevada, then treat the people who were there. Treat them well. And stop running from California. So, Mud Dog says we have a billboard that says, don't California my Texas. Um, yeah. And then uh, Rain Man says mermaid. Okay, mermaid's different. That's not a fish, technically. If, if it's, I mean, yes, it may have a bottom half that's a fish, but if the top half has breasts. Yeah, that's a woman. Woman fish. Either way, I'm down with it. Oh, all right. Uh, guys, I'm going to wrap things up here today. Uh, just a couple of things to, to clean up with. And I want to I thank everybody once again for 
you know, the, the response has been great. Uh, people really, they're enjoying the podcast. I'm getting tons of positive feedback. And uh, please just keep hitting me up. You know, if you got any in-depth feedback you want to throw me, just go thefalconcast at yahoo.com. And the uh, just email me there. Make sure you put the the in front because I don't know what Falcon Cast guy by himself is getting from you. Uh, but anyway, and also if you guys want to advertise or if you know anyone who might, please send them that email. The, uh, the Falcon Cast at yahoo.com. We just need a couple more sponsors and I'll be able to add a, add a third day. So I'd, I'd like to keep growing this thing. And, you know, we've got our great premium sponsors, you know, Dr. Lindell, Lawyer Dave, The Phoenix. Hey, one more. And we're in great shape. And if you just want to support the show uh, financially, a few people have asked. It's uh, thefalconcast at paypal.com. Every little bit helps. All right. Uh, the... It'll be up here in a few minutes for those of you who missed some of it. Uh, I think it was pretty good. It's it's always fun working with AJ. Uh, he's just, he's the greatest. Uh, he's still a very good friend, as you can probably tell. And, you know, fun, fun show. I'll be back on Monday. Uh, Chris Dell will be doing some gambling with me, and I'm working on a couple other guests uh, that, you know, will be interesting. And I've got some fun shows coming up, and including uh, a couple of reunion shows with some other old friends that you guys will love. So thanks so much for tuning in and, and you know, till Monday, stay sportsy Gulf Coast bitches.